Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, recognizing the value of financial advice since 1937. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. All those great financial minds with vast experience on Wall Street insist they never saw it coming. In fact, we heard today that some weren't even aware just how deep they were in high-risk investments. But one executive explained it was all in good faith. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Citrix, offering Go to My PC, providing remote access to a Mac or a PC from anywhere. More at gotomypc.com/market. And by Constant Contact, dedicated to helping small businesses and nonprofits build strong customer relationships with email marketing, online surveys, and event marketing. ConstantContact.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Bob Moon in for Kai Ristall. Glad you're joining us. It was Take the Bankers to the Woodshed Day again in Washington. On the hot seat this time, Citigroup executives. Former CEO Charles Prince said he was sorry for errors that forced taxpayers to offer up a $45 billion bailout for Citigroup. Former Citigroup senior advisor Robert Rubin didn't go quite that far. We all bear responsibility for not recognizing this, and I deeply regret that. At the same time, Rubin insisted that no one bought, brought potential problems on Citi's balance sheet to his attention. So more than a year and a half after the financial crisis, where exactly does the buck stop? Here's Marketplace's Jeremy Hobson in New York. Citigroup lost tens of billions of dollars because of its exposure to complex investments in the mortgage market. The idea that a senior advisor was unaware of the risk involved doesn't make sense to Simon Johnson. He's a professor at MIT's Sloan School of Management and co-author of the new book, 13 Bankers. I mean, it's not their job to sit back and enjoy $100 million or whatever it is Mr. Rubin made. Their job is to ask questions. Their job is to understand what's going on. Their job is to interact with people on the outside and to really be tough uh, on management. But clearly, that's not what they were doing. Johnson calls the failures of executives at all the major banks incompetence at best. But he says... I don't think anybody is capable of controlling these mammoth financial institutions. Former investment banker Douglas Elliott, now at the Brookings Institution, says the problem was a mindset, not the actions of any one person. We all got too relaxed and we started making assumptions like house prices would never go down systematically across the entire country. When you're working with a viewpoint like that that turns out to be wrong, there are going to be major problems. He says, of course, CEOs, risk managers, and board members are ultimately responsible for their institutions, but looking for a single scapegoat is futile. I'm not saying no one has responsibility, but it's significant that so many tens of thousands, if not in some senses, millions of people made the same mistake. That says we have to focus on what was driving the mistake, not what did a particular person do. Elliot says a Wall Street witch hunt, while perhaps emotionally satisfying, won't help us avoid another crisis. In New York, I'm Jeremy Hobson for Marketplace. Whenever Apple CEO Steve Jobs hold a press, holds a press event, it's always, well, an event. Today he unveiled, wait for it, a new iPhone operating system. It can run dozens of applications at the same time. Jobs also announced that consumers have snapped up 450,000 iPads since Saturday. What he didn't mention is how Apple has been in a frenzy to fix the iPad's Wi-Fi problems. 
as in users are complaining they can't connect or stay connected to the Internet. Now, this is Apple's biggest release in years, and you might have thought the company would catch this kind of glitch before it went on sale. So we asked Marketplace's Stacey Vanek-Smith to find out how this could happen. Call it the curse of the early adopter. Every time a hot new gadget hits the market, it seems there's a big problem the manufacturer missed. I, for example, had, uh, had a problem with the iPad this morning. That's Yankee Group analyst and proud new iPad owner Carl Howe. He's had some problems with his iPad's Wi-Fi connection dropping out. He says this is inevitable for an innovative product like the iPad. Anytime you're doing something really new, not in just one dimension, but in several dimensions, where you've got new hardware, new 